October 30th of last year, the day before Halloween, our reality as we know it was invaded by an object from another dimension. An object from another dimension that feeds like an intergalactic moth upon the very fabrics of time and space. some candy gut buckets this is big orange couch the 90s nickelodeon podcast where we talk about all things 90s nickelodeon my name is joey i'm andrew and i'm jocelyn and this is episode number 211 we're talking the angry beavers the day the world got really screwed up i mm-hmm. think i said earth last uh, <laughs> in the run-up to this episode oh. it turns out it's world though Ah, that's okay. <laughs> Same difference? Earth, world? I yeah, kept typing in the wrong one when I was looking for it. <laughs> oh, I might have uh, even told you the wrong one. I'm not sure. Um, how, how dare you? <laughs> I guess world sounds like more. More. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a... I was saying before we started recording, it's a spooky night. This really feels like... It's October now. We're recording in October. This really feels like the first day of fall. Like, I looked outside. The leaves were falling. There's a thunderstorm going on right now in our area. It really feels spooky. Yeah. It's happening. Um, the weather <laughs> well, is still... cool down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's the unfortunate part. <laughs> oh, I know okay you love it. your fall, you guys. but Oh, I love it. Um, but I, you know, I tend to run hot anyway, so just I love cool, like fans on, cool breezes, just love it. Um, <laughs> I like do you those like things. A, do you like a pumpkin spice drink? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm human, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, who am I to den- who am I to deny such treasures? Are you guys familiar with pumpkin rolls? They're like a, yeah. it's like a cake. It looks like a big ho ho, but it's like pumpkin. Yeah, my mom bought our neighbor one and said that she made it, but she bought it from Giant Eagle, <laughs> and our neighbor loved it. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's if, a if, that's a baller. If you're meal. listening, if you're yeah. listening, Dolores, cat's out of the bag. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, um, yeah, they're great. Um, speaking of cats, uh. Jocelyn, are you a fan of Halloween? Halloween time? Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah? Like, uh, do. do you have any... I think this is your first uh, Podtober episode you've ever done with us. Is that true? Have you I done think so. Spooky? Okay. So, do you have any, like, favorite Halloween memories? We, we kind of will talk about this with uh, guests from time to time. Is there um, anything, like, I like mean, favorite just... costumes or... Well, I mean, because of where we live, I remember having to wear... Like my winter coat over every costume. Yeah. But I remember when we were like 13, we would be allowed to walk up to Pizza Hut after we went trick or treating, and that was a very big deal. We would do the we would do the buffet at like 7 p.m. on Halloween. It was just we thought we were the coolest. Wow. But actually, I remember um, when I was a little kid, I had to be like eight or nine. A mutual friend of ours, Brett, his older brother, dressed up like Freddy Krueger. And had, in my mind, it was real bacon, but looking back, it probably wasn't. Um, had bacon, like, taped to his face to look like the scars. <laughs> and I remember I, I was scared of him till the day he moved out. I love it. Yeah, that sounds that sounds a lot. Is that, is that Adam? Yes, I believe it was Adam. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, <laughs> I mean, pretty. it's a good idea. It's spooky. Uh, it was very spooky. Are you a haunted house person? Do you like that type no. of stuff? I like the idea of it. I do not like... I like scary movies. I do not like okay. things jumping out at me. I yeah. startle very easily. <laughs> and then once like they realize that you startle easily, it's like a game to them to try and startle you. And I'm not playing their games. 
No, this is it's your life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, do you have any favorites, like scary movies or October movies you like to kick on? Well, I love, um, I love Practical Magic. That's like a fall movie. Mm. But Scream is my favorite scary movie because it's funny and scary. Huh. Yeah, it's a real classic. And I love, I love Matthew Lillard. Oh my mm. gosh. Don't underrated. Underrated. So underrated. Yeah, he was um he can do serious too. He was in the Descendants. You ever see that movie, that George Clooney movie where they're in Hawaii? I haven't seen it. It's a it's a pretty good one and he's he's solid in it. He plays a good jerk. Very sounds very scary. Um, Which one? Uh, the Descendants. Oh, it's not. No, <laughs> it's like a real. It's, it's, it's a real family drama. Uh, um, Alexander Payne, same guy who did like Election and uh, Nebraska and all that stuff. I did just see Matthew Lillard in uh, Thirteen Ghosts. If you guys oh, I haven't seen that movie that. in a long time. <laughs> I remember it's thinking it's bad, but classic-ish. Oh, I want okay. I want to watch that new movie Malignant. It's supposed to be very good. I I watched that. Um, How was it? I thought it was pretty. Like the first twenty minutes, I was debating turning it off. It just felt like kind of boring and slow. And then it suddenly ramped up into like the craziest, most ridiculous <laughs> uh, thing I've seen in a while. So I I'd recommend it. That's how <laughs> I felt about um, Hereditary. Mm. yeah I don't know yeah, if this, saw that, but like the first hour I was like oh this movie's really interesting and then it just took a turn <laughs> um, yeah I feel like that's um, slightly higher uh, quality maybe <laughs> feels like higher budget higher concept than this maybe I'm going to check it out maybe this weekend get real I, I, spooky I over here oh yeah I won't ruin the bizarre twist because it is <laughs> very weird please um, don't i'll you know i'll let you know after i watch it yeah please please speaking of uh recent recently scary stuff uh, have either of you checked out midnight mass on netflix hmm. no it's on my list though yeah very good that's uh mike flanagan who did like haunting of hill house haunting of Bly manor hmm. the new doctor sleep um yeah, it's called Midnight Mass. It's a seven-part miniseries. Takes it's it's very Stephen King like. It takes place on an island, and you know, weirdness uh, hmm. takes foot. Uh, my boyfriend's cousin is convinced that they stole a song from him for the soundtrack. <laughs> they they didn't. Spoiler alert: They did not. <laughs> is he like a famous musician? No, he has like four followers on Spotify and he, they're like 20 minute long songs <laughs> that are so just good, noise. It, it would be so good though if one of his followers was Mike Flanagan, the guy who made it. <laughs> yes. He like called them out on Facebook and people were like up in arms. <laughs> and then I listened yeah. to, I listened to part of his 15 minutes long song that he thought they stole. Hmm. Is it, it like ambient? Good. Is it like yes. ambient music? Okay, yes, yeah. it's it hard is. to claim anybody stole something if it's ambient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he plays like gigs. He goes and does that in public. Well, teach their own. I would I mean, send, I would buy someone tickets for that if I hated them. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so if I ever okay. get either so of you we... tickets to go see an ambient yeah. musician. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. So we should expect tickets soon, or. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a giveaway for one of your listeners uh well while we're running through halloween stuff uh, we always I, well i always ask uh candy corn jocelyn are you a fan of candy corn do you like it i'm gonna tell you something i have no opinion <laughs> oh wow. i don't care huh. i don't care have i've had it? it yeah it's fine okay. Okay. i wouldn't go out of my way to eat it but if i was hungry and it was in front of me i'd probably eat some yeah, that's a reasonable take. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My candy opinions yeah. are all very reasonable. 
yeah, yeah, you're not you're not necessarily bringing the hot takes with like, I like uh, I like um, what's his name, uh, Lillard, and <laughs> I am excited and, though. And Skittles can, is and candy corn is okay. Skittles is bringing my favorite flavor back, so I am excited about that. What what is it? They turned lime into green apple a couple years ago, and it's disgusting. <laughs> You might be the only person on the planet whose I favorite know. flavor is lime. And like Sour Patch Kids too. Lime's my favorite. Huh. I've stopped <sighs> eating Skittles because someone, I was eating them once and someone said, what is that made of? And I went, I don't know. I think there's sugar in it. And they said, no, but what's the, they said, what's the rest of it? And I said, I really don't know. And I you like don't... haven't been able, I haven't been able to shake that thought of like, I have no <laughs> idea what a Skittle is. <laughs> It's fruit. <laughs> okay. Oh, someone online said, "Is it true that Skittles are made out of bugs?" <laughs> not, mm. not. True. Well, there has there has been recent reports that there are bug ingredients in candy corn. Oh, really? Huh. And aren't there like um, trace amounts of bugs in peanut butter? Well, Probably. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they. I would assume that like whatever bugs are in are like the healthiest part of that thing. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) The most protein. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Well, okay. So we're here to talk about angry beavers. Of course, Uh, uh, Jocelyn, are you a fan? Were you a fan? Were you familiar? I remember watching it when I was a kid. I don't remember if I liked it or not. Okay. It's like the candy. I, I liked it now. Shows. You know, I think I think it was. I think if it didn't have like a girl main character when I was little, I didn't really like it. Gotcha. But beavers are kind of, you know, they're at least not people. Yeah. I liked one of them a lot and I did not like the other one. Hmm. I'll I'll save I'll save who's who for later. <laughs> Ooh, that, that's what we call a tease. Um, well, this episode was season two, episode 10. It aired October 26, 1998, which is a month we've talked about before. So no need to do it again. Um, do you guys want to talk about the day the world got really screwed up? Sure. I'd love to. <laughs> um, well, the, uh, there's a pretty good narration here. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the weirdest sounding. It sounds like a car from like the 1960s. It's it's not even, I'm not even by a window. (laughs) And like the windows are shut. It literally sounds like the car is sitting next to you. I'll move even further, but it's, it's ridiculous. They just sit outside of Chipotle and honk. (laughs) No one is running your food out to you. Hey Chipotle, <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, from somewhere deep in the cosmos, a strange meteor appears and crashes into Earth. When an everyday fifties-looking guy steps out onto his balcony to look at the object, he's transformed into a horrible monster. In the intro, <laughs> um, I uh, just want to say I really like how humans look on Angry Beavers. Is that how they look in every episode? How they did in this one? I think that's how they look every time we see a human. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, I'm pretty. I'm. I'm maybe not for every someone, time for someone who hosts a '90s Nickelodeon podcast. I am pretty unfamiliar with angry beaver um you know what I, <laughs> not a fan I, I, yeah i just never i never really got into it it's very closely equated with cat dog in my mind and i it must just be because they're both animal shows sure this is better this is definitely better <laughs> yeah. i remember the hey, theme God. song to cat dog though um you know uh i i I think it may just be the um, 
movie characters that have this like adult look to them. Maybe the other adults actually look like um, regular. Yeah, because there there's that one guy at the beginning of the episode they're wheeling out on the stretcher. Yeah, yeah. That looks more like the beavers. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the fiery fiery credits roll as Nickelodeon presents an angry beaver film. The day the world got really screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> I like this uh, intro, this weird like credits feature. Oh, it's all the all the B roll they use in this is really good. Yeah. All those like little clips, and it really feels like a nineteen sixties B monster movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so one had, night- Andrew, had you seen this yeah. episode before? I believe I saw it when we were younger, but I don't. Rem- I barely remembered anything about it. Yeah, I really had no memory of it besides how they were dressed up. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, this, this felt memorable. Yeah, I remembered the way that they said candy. Do they do that in a lot of episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Did oh, you I like it or it. hate it? I oh, loved it. I loved it. it. <laughs> Candy. I was kind of in the middle. It's like, yeah, yeah I was gotta too. Some, gotta have some candy. They do that a lot. They do it a lot in this episode where someone says something and then someone repeats it just in like a yeah. dumber way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's 100% my sense of humor. Uh, yeah, that's great. That's another like B movie thing. You know, like yeah. the character is just explaining what you can clearly see or whatever. Matthew yeah. Lillard would kill a role on this show. <laughs> Matthew Lillard and Candy Corn. The Um, duo everybody wants. (laughs) So one night, during the full moon, a hysterical townsperson is carried off in a straitjacket, unable to control his laughter that two beavers came trick-or-treating on the wrong night. Tricking or treating on the, on the, on the wrong day. <laughs> Dressed as the famous B-movie star Oxnard Montalvo, Norb complains that Dag screwed up, but Dag, as the crawling spleen, thinks it was a brilliant plan to trick-or-treat when no one else is out. They decide to pack it in if the next house doesn't pan out, but the next house turns out to be the home of none other than Oxnard Montalvo himself. Ah, wouldn't you know it. The next house is the spookiest place in the neighborhood. Uh, it's just a house. Dag, dag. Look! Oh! Wah, wah, wah! Ow! know what this means? Uh, uh, we know how to read addresses. It means you might get your candy and <gasps> bom, bom, bom. Dad, the autograph of our favorite oh. B-movie actoire, Oxnard Montalvo. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Sing, <wee>. Wow. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned these costumes, but just, uh, they are great. Um, both, like, Norb's super realistic mask and Dag's uh, uh, like cartoony crawling spleen costume. Like, just is look- he? He's he's a spleen, but he also looks like a toe because he's crawling. <laughs> oh right, he's a crawling spleen. <laughs> no, it t- it took me watching it twice. I was like, they keep calling him a spleen, but he's a toe. <laughs> and then I googled it, and it. <laughs> I mean, I figured it out by myself because it's a children's show, and sure. I'm an adult. <laughs> and here, and here, you are explaining it to me. <laughs> so Norb and Dag sneak inside the house, and as they walk through rooms full of monster props from Mr. Montalvo's movies, the power of the meteor starts bringing the creatures to life. Before the they man- realize get- the mansion looks pretty cool. Like they're walking yeah. through this mansion. It's got all these like kind of, I think what was supposed to be like movie memorabilia type stuff. They also yeah. just walk into his house though. <laughs> yeah. <Well. laughs> Is that what people do when they're trick or treating? Yeah. I don't even think they like knocked or anything. That was kind they of didn't. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that specifically. Does that surprise you? 
uh, no, I, I really <laughs> do like that though. Um, uh, before they realize anything is amiss, they run into Montalvo's possessed servant, Man Cervante. <laughs> that was the funniest part. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Welcome to the home of Oxnard Montalvo. I am his manservant, Man Cervante. How may I help you? Got any candy? Don't be so subtle, Dag. I'm afraid I don't understand. I've never felt such feelings of reality. Such powers must be mine. Yes, all-powerful one. Don't mind my brother. Actually, we were wondering if we could maybe, possibly, maybe, meet the bestest actor in the whole world, Mr. Oxnard Montalvo. <laughs> maybe I can help. Thanks. Just fill us with candy. Oh, 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 sorry about that. That's it. Forget this thing. Oh, but, 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 but what about the candy? You need a costume to get candy. You also need a trick-or-treat bag, Mr. Spleener Wienerhead. Hey, that's right. That's right. Where's my candy bag? I did note my funniest joke, but I'll, I'll tell you when it comes up. Um, You're saying that's not it? Nope, that's not it. <laughs> I did laugh a few times during this episode, though. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, controlled by the meteor, who wants Norb and Dag's incredible power of reality for itself, Manservante attacks. But his powers prove useless <laughs> against the beavers, and Dag accidentally knocks him down the stairs. Um, I, I also want to note, I really like this uh, whole... like dumb kind of description of what's going on this whole time um like he's after reality for it's you know it's weird um the beavers chase after him to retrieve dag's candy bag where they find something even better than candy oxnard and his colleagues <laughs> I, I gotta say the first time i went through this i thought that they had like come to life out of the movie screen Oh. Like I didn't realize they're real people. Um, maybe it's I'm weird just... though because they're they don't seem to have any difference between who they are as people and their characters. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny. I mean, really. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Oxnard, look! Amazing little pointy animals, and they're coming this way. As Dr. Kautiki explains how the meteor came from another dimension to feed on reality, Dag and Norb realize that by using their imaginations, they're actually making the meteor more, more powerful. We're U.S. grade-A all-beef beavers! Well, whatever you are, we're all in the middle of a big pickle. What kind of pickle duck? Picture the largest gherkin you've ever seen. Then magnify it a thousandfold. That's a big pickle. If I could get everyone's attention over here for a few moments, I'd like to show you a short film I've put together. Meanwhile, the meteor is transformed into a giant spider creature, and it uses its newfound power to transform all of reality into a B-movie full of monsters. Great uh, story uh, progression here, I think. Oh yeah, really ramps up. Yeah, totally. um, and it looks cool. <laughs> there's also cool this idea. great line uh, from Oxnard here where he says, Feed on reality? Is that possible? Remember, Toluca, anything's possible if it happens. Yeah. I wrote that down too. It was very, he had a lot of funny lines. <laughs> this has yeah. got to be the, this has got to be the funniest Angry Beavers episode. Oh, you think? I mean, maybe well, I, very well, maybe. I mean, I've I've watched like five, so this is the funniest out of the five I've seen. <laughs> okay. Um, and Dag help Toluca through the house as Doc tries to come up with a plan when they get attacked by the real crawling spleen and Keeler, the serpent demon. Um, this whole uh, segment's pretty good. Um, Toluca, like, following them out of the house and... Um, her ankles constantly getting hurt. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> the the Toluca ankle bit is it's really funny. Oh, and yeah, like when is. she runs into that wall is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like uh it's, it's like the whole world kind of becomes more cartoony when it becomes the movie world. Yeah. Um so it's that's cool. Um also uh her tripping like when they did it the second time it's like i think we've like talked about this recently but the second time it was like all right like sort of funny and then the third time i was like this is great (laughs) we get an occasion where she's straight up (laughs) where she's falling and oxnard tries to catch her he just totally misses and she drops to the ground (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. that's really great (laughs) yeah um so as the meteor grows even more powerful, it uses Man Cervante to capture the beavers so it can control all of reality. Just as it looks like they're done for, Oxnard chucks the Doc's mindulator thingy at the creature and knocks it out. Another, uh, um, like, B-movie moment, kind of, you know? Like, the contraption that the Doctor has created does, doesn't do anything, actually, and they just have to beat the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the meteor growing even stronger busts through the house and traps the movie characters, leaving only Norb and Dag to stop it. Elsewhere, detecting that the house is a hotspot for extraterrestrial activity, the military contacts Oxnard <laughs> and he orders them to send everything they've got. Oxnard, we're getting a reading that your house is a hotspot for extraterrestrial activity. Now, what's going on up there? General, my house has become a hotspot for extraterrestrial activity. Sounds serious. Call out the military, General. We're going to need every weapon you've got. Leave it to us, Montalvo. The military has no qualms about fighting aliens. This is General Warning. I'm calling an A-1 scramble alert. Repeat, this is an A-1 scramble alert. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. If it were a drill, I'd tell you. This is maybe my favorite Oxnard line, actually. Send everything you got. The way he says it. <laughs> and did you notice what the um, military man he speaks to, what his name is? Um, uh, I, I, I can't remember what it is now. What? General Warning? <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. It's so good. After they defeat the movie monsters, the beavers attack the meteor the way their hero Montalvo did, by throwing the mind gelator at it. Wait, did we did we skip the sequence of all the like B roll? Um, that was coming up here, but Okay, okay, no 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 no. Okay. The mind gelator destroys the creature as the military accidentally destroys itself. Uh, and this is where the the military like stock footage comes in oh my gosh this stock footage is so good and i just love how unrelenting they are with it it could be just a quick yes. shot but it's like a full two minutes of just <laughs> like 1950s military footage yeah yeah um this is like an instance where i feel like the live action footage both serve the purpose of both like stretching the episode for time but also being really good at the same time that's a yeah. kind of a rarity yeah, yeah and it felt i don't know it really took me off guard that they used so much real footage in the cartoon but also yeah. felt it felt cool it felt yeah, like they were totally. experimenting and it was successful totally yeah um with that the world is transformed back to normal with the monster defeated, Toluca wonders what happened to Man Cervante. And in an excited sec in an excised section of film, Dag explains how the servant never existed at all. That explains the alien's power. But what about your manservant? Man servant. Servant, Toluca. Toluca. Well There was no man servante. What? Dag? I think that's your area of expertise. Ah, well, I have a little film here that I think will explain. So there you have it. It's so fantastic. Amazing. Mm. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, piece of cake. 
And to think they did it without using their tongues. Um, I just love this whole, like, explaining the servant didn't exist, but, you know, he clearly did at the beginning of the episode. He's like yeah, a real yeah. person. Uh, just the way... Him... Yeah, okay. Do they call him Mike? Mike? I felt like someone <laughs> oh, called him they? Mike. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember it, but... um. I, I do like how they're kind of like messing with the um, story in this episode, like uh, making the plot not make sense. Like one of these B movies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as the beavers finally get back to trick or treating, the narrator Ooh, takes us. I want the candy, the candy. And so reality became reality once again. Thanks to two of nature's humblest and densest semi-aquatic mammals. Hey! The alien object had become a victim of its own story. A story that made absolutely no sense. I mean, for instance, if the alien could bring the monster statues to life through that manservant guy, why did it need the beavers? I mean, beavers can't even talk and be... No, no, forget that. I'm feeling too crawly inside, too... I'm too sick to think about this story anymore. It's a story so inane and convoluted that even I, the narrator, couldn't make any sense out of it. I have the script. I read it time and time again. Well, all right, I skimmed it on the bus on the way over. But where were the pictures? You can't read without pictures. Pfft, nothing. I should have been asked to be paid off in cash. Get my agent. This is so darn stupid. This is ridiculous. I can't... I know. Send in more planes. Got the autograph. You'll get over it. Um, can I mean, really fun way to end it, yeah. just with the narrator <laughs> babbling. Yes. Um, and I love that it's going over the credits. Uh, goes right into the last second of the credits, really. Uh, yeah. And even kind of like expanding the story a little bit the whole time. It's it's very good. Yeah. Um. Can I mention what I think is the funniest line in the episode? Maybe one of the funniest lines. Yeah, this has got. In, we probably have the same one. I imagine. <laughs> Were you saving it or? <laughs> uh, go ahead. No, no, you can say it. Well, maybe I'll start it, and you can finish it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the doctor, <laughs> the doctor asked Toluca, "How do your ankles feel now?" Oh no, I don't know this. No. No. <laughs> so so Toluca Toluca's ankles are just they're so bandaged that it looks like she's wearing like snow pants. <laughs> Her whole legs are just bandaged and the doctor says, "How do your ankles feel now?" Well, they're broken but they're better. <laughs> All right, you want to hear my uh, favorite Oh line? yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> when the doc says, "We're all in the middle of a big pickle." We're all in the middle of a big pickle. What kind of pickle duck? Picture the largest gherkin you've ever seen. Then magnify it a thousand. I felt like just that, just that line though was so good. Uh, cracked me up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, the the movie people were really. I mean, like you could tell the show was just having fun with putting this terrible dialogue into yeah, their yeah. mouths. <laughs> no, very good. Do you have any favorite any favorite stuff, uh, Jocelyn? I thought it was very funny when, when who is it? De- Norbert said that there were grade A all beef beavers. <laughs> yeah, that was good. U.S. grade, U.S. grade A all beef beavers. Um, they like they. It's a sh- I like these kind of shows though that are like kids shows, but there's jokes for adults in them too. Like, I think yeah. at one point, one of them called someone a wiener. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're totally right. And I think uh, even as a kid, I think I liked that even when I didn't get it. Yeah. I was like, just just like the feeling of like, I'm hearing it and I'm in on something that I don't know about. Uh, felt mm. kind of interesting. Jocelyn, you mentioned um, maybe liking one of the beavers more than the other. Oh yeah, I hate Daggett. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a big time idiot. <laughs> I don't hate him now, but I'm glad that that's 
the one that you hate. Yeah, he's the worst one. <laughs> he is like the uh, the goofy, constantly doing something um, to kind of like mess things up. Character. Yeah, I don't. It's like Gilligan on Gilligan's Island. You're an idiot. Go yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, though I like Gilligan, but you know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just, you know, he's a good guy. Every time they're about to get off the island, he messes it up. They would have killed him within two weeks. <laughs> but there'd be no show. Well, I'm all about survival, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Gilligan's Island in 2021 probably would be a miniseries. Mm, you think? Oh. A lot darker. A lot dark. Yeah, not funny at all. <laughs> they, they would have eaten. They would have eaten Gilligan. <laughs> yeah, I sent you guys a pretty important text. How did you make that so quickly? <laughs> I need a T-shirt with that on it. <laughs> That should be the only art you post for this episode. <laughs> the official art for the episode. What, what's the guy Just, who usually does your art? Brett Wilson. Sorry, Brett, you've been uh, you've been replaced. <laughs> well, we'll we'll post it for the people so they can see what, we're, <laughs> what secret text picture we're looking at. <laughs> um, well, Andrew, Jocelyn, should we get into some of the stuff that went into this? Oh yeah. Hi. This is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Well, uh, bear with me here, because I'm going to go through the bios of the guest stars on this episode, which are all um, relevant to Halloween and scary movies and this whole episode kind of in general. Um, So uh, the narrator and general warning were played by Peter Graves. Um... He, you might, the thing that I recognize the most hearing this, like, as this episode started, was uh, his voiceover reminded me of Men in Black 2. And it turns out he's the guy who does the narration for the tape that David Cross watches. Nothing in my life has ever reminded me of Men in Black 2. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad to change that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he also was a star of a lot of B movies, like fifties, sixties ish B movies, uh, not of, including not of this earth, the day the world ended killers from space. It conquered the world beginning of the end earth versus the flying saucers An invasion of the saucer men, um, mm. all, uh, which just like, uh, illustrates how good this title was for this episode, like right in line with those, you know? Totally. Um, also, one of my favorite horror actresses, Adrian Barbeau, played Toluca Lake. Um, you probably the most recognizable thing for most people is um, she's the wife in Creep Show of the um, of the main guy in the crate, like the obnoxious wife. In in Creep Show. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, she was also she also appeared in the most recent creep show series in Grey Matter that uh, segment. Um, also she was in The Fog, Swamp Thing, The Thing, uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, The uh. Real Ghostbusters. <laughs> and uh, she's going to appear in the upcoming uh, live action Cowboy Bebop show. Oh, wow. She looks um, very familiar. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, pretty celebrated horror icon. Dr. Kautiki was played by William Shallert, who, uh, Joe, you might know best as the cop from the Twilight Zone episode, Mr. Beavis. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, he appeared in Twilight Zone the movie as the dad in the It's a Good Life segment. Okay. Um, he was in the Twilight Zone 80 series as well. And this one's for you, Jocelyn. He appeared in Inner Space, 
alongside uh, Martin Short. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was also on True Blood, and he appeared in Man from Planet X, Them, and Star Trek, class, a classic episode, The Trouble with Tribbles. Um, Man Cervante was played by Jonathan Hayes. Uh, he appeared in The Day the World Ended, It Conquered the World, Not of This Earth, An Invasion of the Star Creatures. All these, like, 50s, um, you know, monster movies. Um, the Alien Object was played by John Biner, and he, he uh, did a lot of voices, um, did a voice in The Black Cauldron, but also appeared in Transylvania 65000, the Friday the 13th series, Ariel Monsters, and Wishmaster. Uh, great horror movie. Yeah. Well, not great, but good. <laughs> um, and Oxnard Montalvo was voiced by Tom Kane, who uh, didn't appear in any any horror movies, but he uh, did appear in Wild... or does voices for Wild Thornberry's Cat Dog, um, Halloween H2O, Grim Fandango, Dracula 2000, and Scooby-Doo and the Cyber Chase. Um, <laughs> a lot of Scooby-Doo love here. There you have it. Yeah. And you know who well, started the live-action Scooby-Doo? <laughs> I'm very Matthew familiar. Matthew Lillard. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> um, those, uh, those early Scooby-Doo, like, 90s mo- direct-to-video movies were actually pretty good. If you've never seen them. Uh, that's it for me, though. Adrian Barbeau is a real beauty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she does. She looks very familiar. I feel like she played the mom. Oh, she was on an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I hate that. That's where I know her from. <laughs> um, wow. I, I just, like, love that she's such a nightmare and creep show because... Um, I, I, it seems like she's really a normal, like, sweet person outside of that, uh, yeah. which makes that role even better. It's, like, just so good. Uh, I took a look at the director. This episode was directed by Patty Shinagawa, and she has also directed on King of the Hill, Futurama, yeah. oh. and the Superhero Squad show. Hmm. Um, but like many of these people who direct... Uh, they are more there's more credits as far as being involved in art departments which is the case for uh shinagawa she also directed uh or or was on the art department for loud house american dad uh the simpsons both the tv show and the movie um family guy veggie tales the twisted tales of felix the cat the critic and camp laszlo wow yeah a lot of good stuff Pretty, there. Yeah, a lot of really good stuff. Um, yeah. Hopefully and, uh, she's still getting ye, it didn't look, she she didn't look super active. Uh I mean mm-hmm. maybe like 2011 2012 was her last real credits. Yeah. I could I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But uh no 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 that's not true cuz Loud House was more recent. Ah, uh, yeah. Um yeah. But uh I mean really impressive I think as far as like the vision of this episode. It's really yes. uncompromising and complete. Um, so I think as a director, this is one of the like episodes where I'm like, Oh, this person really knocked it out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Very cool. Um, any trivia? Yeah, I got some stuff. Um, <laughs> see, this was the, the only half hour episode of the entire series. Mm. That was, kind of shocked to see yeah. uh, that's especially because it was pretty good so it was like I don't know just kind of interesting that they never did that again um, Toluca Lake is a reference to a county in California as well as Veronica Lake who appeared in many B, B movies um, Oxnard is a city in California so. hmm. um, the object that lands to earth I this is my own uh, that I didn't see anywhere else, but the object that lands to Earth, I thought closely resembled the Lochnar from Heavy Metal. Um, it's just like a green glowing ball, and it has a similar power um, in its ability to kind of like 
uh, manipulate people. Um, and um, also I noticed that one of the monsters looked a lot like Jack Skellington when he's wearing his pumpkin head. Uh, oh, outfit. yeah. Yeah, I noticed that guy when like when the show goes black and white. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. that was kind of cool. Yeah. I, I am assuming the the title is a reference to the day that Earth stood still. Mm, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, that's the only one I had. <laughs> nice. Um, strap observations. Yeah, uh, this is a, a this is a dumb one, but the straight. Did you guys notice the straight jacket guy's uh, address at oh, the beginning yeah. of the episode? Oh, you did. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't want to steal Wait, anything uh, here, Jocelyn. Oh no, I didn't. Now I, <laughs> now I wish I did. I th- I think it was seventeen seventy seven. I believe it's seventeen seventeen. Seventeen um, oh seventeen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, did you get the address of Oxnard's house? Um. Well, I got what you're talking about. I think I don't know if it's the address or, uh, like the his birthday or the day the house was constructed. <laughs> I think what? it's supposed to be the address. All right. Um. It's nineteen fifty eight. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. It just, that didn't even occur to me for some reason. I guess it seems like the most obvious thing. But uh, Did you catch the movie that the slime creature uh, came from? Um, the fake movie, of course. No. It's The Evil of Dark Pool. <laughs> okay. A, pers- a personal favorite of mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, they mention they mention the only Oxnard film they hadn't seen. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> I got this for sure. Okay, um, go ahead. Claws of the Immortal Gollum. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> I like it. Um, there's a term that they keep using to reference the beavers throughout this episode. Did you? Know oh, the this? pointy. Pointy something. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're. you're right Are pointy there. friends? Pointy things. Pointy <laughs> things. Um, there's a sign in the house that we see briefly. Did you happen to see what it said? Hmm. No. Um, it says, "We're doomed." <laughs> Oh, you don't have that hanging up in your house? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is just something I noticed and wanted to know, but um, Dr. Kautiki uh, trying to will Oxnard to be psychic with his book uh, <laughs> yeah. titled Be Psychic. Uh, just this moment of like him holding his hand out, trying to make him think the thing he wants him to think. Yeah. I left at that. Did you see uh, what the general general warnings clock is on the wall? Yeah, um, it's one of those uh, cats with the swinging tail and yeah, like moving eyes. Sure, is. I don't know what you call those. But <laughs> <laughs> um, did you note what will happen if the beavers are absorbed by the meteor? <laughs> Hmm. This is another pretty good line, I feel like. No, I don't think I know. They'll be trapped for all time in a dimensional reality of madness. Oh, wow. <laughs> Perfect. It. Perfect line, I feel like. <laughs> it's just like very descriptive and not descriptive at all. At the yeah, same time. exactly. Yeah. Uh, what is the name of um, the base? that uh, they're firing from the for for the military. Oh boy. I have no idea. That would be the center field military base. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um this is just one last thing I wanted to mention like in the same vein as some of the other uh 50s movies stuff is the doctor lifting up the tile at one point like it's a rug. Um, I don't know oh, if you noticed right. this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
just a like surreal cartoony type moment yeah um at the very end of the episode like to the last second uh we hear that what what they forgot did you did you hear what they forgot hmm. to do what they forgot the beavers oh yeah i mean i remember no no i don't remember they forgot to get Oxnard's autograph. Yes, yes. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I was talking about, like, um, the part of the story, like, continuing until that last moment. Like, they just, uh, you know, tie up that last, like, loose end. Yeah. yeah. I just thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, okay, well, ratings for the day the world got really screwed up. Uh, on IMDb, is that what it's called? Messed up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? While you're mentioning the title, um, <laughs> this is just weird, but I remember once, like, I think it was in middle school, there was this kid in class that I remember getting, like, yelled at for using the term screwed up. Um, <laughs> as, like, it was inappropriate, I guess. Mm. Um, for some reason, that always stuck with me. It's like, Who man, was that? Like, <laughs> um... I, uh, I, I don't know if you guys are going to know. I actually, I remember who it was. Um, the kid was, and the teacher was this like helper woman that was in sixth grade. <laughs> I just can't remember her name. Yeah. Well, we but, were, we, we were on different teams, so I don't, I don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that just always struck me as like. And you know, you've never said it since. Probably not. <laughs> it's just up, yeah. been it's just been popping into my head every once in a while for the, the rest word. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this uh, this has a rating of eight point seven out of ten on the IMDb. So, what did you mm-hmm. give uh, this like episode it. of Angry Beers? Um, I gave this one a four point five seven out of five. Whoop. What? I thought it was severely. <laughs> <now. laughs> How did you come up with the five seven? <laughs> I thought that? it was just slight. There was like a few things that I recognized maybe could have been improved a little. Like, may some of the backgrounds maybe could have been. A, it's all like real nitpicky stuff. Like, um, it, you know, they maybe could have done like a few more references to monsters or something just for the fun of it. Um, but just like real background stuff. Overall, I thought this was great. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, I thought it was a really cool like concept. And perhaps most importantly for a what's a normally like half this length show is um, that it was paced really well. Like I never felt bored during it. Um, so uh, yeah, just, and plus this is like kind of right up my alley. Like monster movies and um uh just like the bizarreness of it was very fun so um totally like my type of episode um so yeah yeah cool jocelyn what did you give this episode i gave it a 4.8 i liked it i thought it was very funny i can't imagine liking an angry beavers episode more but yeah, I really hated the one beaver, so I couldn't give it a full five. <laughs> that's still a really uh, good story. To, uh, I, I thought it was very on. funny. Yeah, I did. I didn't go to <laughs> two decimal points, though. Yeah, I don't. Well, sure. Yeah. Maybe next time. <laughs> um, yeah, great. Cool. I gave it a 4.25. Hmm. Um, very, I mean, incredibly fun to look at, um, very energetic and funny, a lot of laugh moments. Um, the only thing I found myself with, like once it was over, I was thinking, I don't know if it's an episode, like some of the fives we've given before, or even Mm 4.5s. It's, I'm not sure it's an episode I'd revisit over and over or ever Mm. again, really. Like I loved watching (laughs) it. And you'll um, never watch it again. That, that's kind of it. Like, <laughs> um, that might be more of an Angry Beavers problem, um, where I just am never really compelled to watch Angry Beavers. But um, 
it felt it certainly felt kind of like a novelty of like, oh, this is a fun thing to experience and I really enjoyed it and I think they did a good job, but I don't know if I need to like come back to it at Halloween mm. or whatever. Okay. I, I I feel like I would Yeah. Maybe oh, not yeah. You... specifically look it out, but it, like if I came across it, I'd probably watch it. Yeah, you could twist my arm. I mean <laughs> sure. It's it's a four it's a four point two five. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Uh, do you guys want to name the episode? Oh, yeah. And this one took a lot of thought. I'm not totally sold, but I ended up with the thing that damned D A M M E D reality. <laughs> the thing that damned reality? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But like, like a, be- you know, a beaver pun. Yes. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's a beaver pun. Yes. Yeah. Sure is. That's good. I like it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, mine is a real Halloween gherkin. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Also very good. Uh, well, I called this uh, invasion of the beaver snatchers. Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> I, I give that yes. a four point five six or five seven. Whatever. <laughs> oh yes. man, just slightly worse than the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, cool. Go back around one more time. Where are they? Um, the thing that damned reality. A real Halloween gherkin. <laughs> and invasion of the beaver snatchers. We will post those on Instagram and you guys can vote. Uh, Our vote from titling Real or Robots is back in. Mm. And I won that one with Father of the Gear. You guys keep track (laughs) of who wins the most? Uh, I have a little list going. (laughs) (laughs) Who's won the most? Um, Oh, well, I don't have like records. I just keep track of like which titles have won. Oh, okay. So let's see. You want to know like this year? Yeah. So I've won four times. Andrew's won three times. And then there's a bunch of people who were guests. So like Max won one. Um, Bup won one. Brett Wilson won one. Um, so there's a few like guests also who've won. Yeah, one. So it's pretty even. Killing it. Yeah, it's pretty even between us and the guests. Yeah. Well, I better win this one or else. <laughs> Good luck to you. Good luck. Um, you know what? Uh, just speaking of real robots, one thing I can't robot thing I can't believe we didn't mention mm-hmm. is uh, the Westworld series that's been on. That's uh, been uh, very good, I think. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to rectify that mistake yeah yeah that's that's a good call and and people sent us a lot of stuff that we had definitely forgotten uh, iron giant um, uh, yeah i never i never had a personal connection to it but yeah do you have uh, a personal train. connection to fraser oh yeah okay you better believe it <laughs> <laughs> might be his most personal connection <laughs> andrew i've tried so many times to watch it i hate it Come on. The only Kelsey Grammer thing I like is that video when he falls off the stage. <laughs> Jeez. I watch that pretty <laughs> regularly. I also like that, but come on, Frazier. <laughs> it's so right. boring. Give it another shot. Give it yet another shot. I like the theme song and that's it. Boy. It's so good. <laughs> oh boy, he says. <laughs> um well, uh, a, a few others that I just remember off the top of my head. Um, Crow from uh, MSTK. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, oh, there was... that... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, that just reminded me of the um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy robot. Oh, uh, Marvin, yeah. The Paranoid yeah. Android. Really funny. Yeah. Um, Brett Wilson mentioned Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, yeah. Um, Bicentennial Man. <laughs> I'm aware of it. I never seen it though. Um Cartman's Awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's <that's> funny. 
uh, one of my favorites, uh, Kevin, the robot Screech makes in Saved by the Bell. <laughs> it, I remember that. Yeah, just do yourself a favor. Google Kevin Saved by the Bell. It is so funny. <laughs> um, who else did people mention? Oh, uh, Rosie, uh, the robot from the Jetsons. Uh, yeah. Um, the Transformers. Oh, Bicentennial Man, the Robin Williams joint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and one of the most niche ones people mentioned, uh, you remember that 90s battery commercials of the family of like robots, <laughs> the Duracell family? Uh, vaguely. Search Duracell robot family <laughs> and like have nightmares for weeks. Oh, I'm going to look <laughs> it up right now. I think you'll remember it when you see it. Duracell robot family. I think that. I oh, think no. Cool. You don't remember them? The, wait, they have a name. The, put- oh. the Puttermans. Oh. Yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The so dad sorry. is the worst thing I've, I've ever seen. The Puttermans. <laughs> it looks like that um, that uh, Primus video. Mm. If you recall what I'm talking He's like a cowboy. Yes. Anyway, it's like that exact same style. Yes, I know. What you're weird. About. They look like they're yeah. gonna rob a bank and they're wearing horrible masks. <laughs> it is very scary. Yeah. Um, what were they thinking? Um the also speaking speaking of real robot, we posted a uh, poll about whether Stu Pickles looks like David Duchovny. And it was <laughs> it was it was an overwhelming yes. I laughed out loud when I saw that. <laughs> Because you amazing. because you realize it's the truth? Yeah. Which, made, which I find David Duchovny attractive, so it gave me a lot of weird feelings. <laughs> you've you've been thinking about stew pickles? <laughs> no comment. Okay. Well, you know, Dee Dee's a babe. As long as it's not um what what's Chucky's dad's name? Chaz. Chaz? Yeah, Chaz. Oh, Chaz is, he's adorable. Chaz is the worst name for an adult. (laughs) Isn't that your uncle's name, Andrew? You have an uncle named Chaz? This has been a joke because the (laughs) phone book shortens the names, you know? And like for Charles, it shortens it to Chaz uh, for some reason. (laughs) So that's Mm. where that came from. So you don't have an uncle named Chaz? I've never called. I've never called him Chaz, nor heard of anyone call him Chaz. You should start. Uh, maybe, maybe I will. <laughs> well, boy, uh, a lot of yeah. There was a lot of love from that real robots episode with Kevin. That was a bunch of fun. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Well, a bunch of fun to talk Angry Beavers. Um, but Andrew, what does Podtober have in store next? Uh, next time we're talking. The Tale of the Shimmering Shell, the uh, next installment of the Are You Afraid of the Dark book club. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you guys didn't ask me to do an episode of that show. Too scary. Well, this oh, is a really? book. This is a oh, book. Good to, that's good to know, though. Um, I think you could handle the books. Maybe, but maybe not. <laughs> oh, trust me. You could handle these books. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give away my cards here for the next book club, but... Um, sure. we, yeah, so we, two years ago, we did our first one with the tale of the restless house. Um, and then last year we did the tale of the statue, whatever they, what was it called? Um, stone statues or, oh, the tale of the sinister statues. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so this year is the tale of the shimmering shell. I guess we're into those <laughs> S alliterations. Yeah. Um, have you started Andrew? Um, just barely. Okay. Just enough to know that I have, um, high-ish hopes for it. That's how I felt. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I, ju- I just looked it up. The cover art is excellent. And the, yeah. oh, the cover glows in the dark. Uh, oh, yeah, not the copy we have, unfortunately. Oh, mm-hmm. well. We'll ta- it well, it, it sure is cool looking art. Yeah. Though. I'm sure we'll get into it. Um, we have a bunch of people out there who, who got it, so we really appreciate that. If you didn't buy the book, we'll, of course, recap the tale since it's not an original. It's not from the TV series. Uh, it's a brand new tale. 
Um, and then we will have uh, some people who read the book on with us to discuss their thoughts on the book, as a, I guess a book club does. And uh, that should be that should be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, a, a storm is brewing. That's the uh, <laughs> cover. I'll say portends. <laughs> oh man, I I um I both didn't see where it was going, but also uh I never mind. I I'm gonna <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm gonna stop there. Um. In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Instagram at Orange Couch or at boc podcast we're on instagram at orange couch podcast you can email us at orange couch podcast at gmail.com you can find us on Podbean, uh spotify and itunes leave us a review that's really helpful a shout out to our newest reviewer trek br who says he loves this show um really helps other people find us as we always talk about um so we appreciate that and speaking of appreciating jocelyn Thank you for being generous with your time, sharing your thoughts on Matthew Lillard, Candy Corn, and, and if uh, anybody wants to talk more Lillard, find me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm, I'm my DMs are open. Follow her at Lillardcast. <laughs> Lillard lover. <laughs> that would be so amazing if you had a podcast that was just weekly updates on whether anything's happening with Matthew Lillard. It's and two and, and a half answer, minutes long every yeah. week. <laughs> Yeah, and if the answer is no, it's just like, you know, you being like, no news this week. See you next week. <laughs> Lillard out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, uh, we, yeah, like emergency episode, emergency pod, <laughs> Lillard cast and Scooby-Doo 4. <laughs> reeking, reeking havoc. Uh, well, thanks, Jocelyn. You are yeah. very well. My pleasure. Awesome. And everyone vote for my uh, title. she's really depending on this my pride depends on it we hope we'll see all you big gherkins for the next episode of podtober why do these eyes of mine cry don't I couldn't, Joey, you're an angel. I couldn't do it. (laughs) They're scary. There it is. That was the one.